Welcome to Nadia Markets Insights and to our special focus podcast where we analyze and discuss distinct topics or events. And today we can add historic events, groundbreaking news. At this hour, Donald Trump appears to be heading for the White House as President of the United States. With me today, I've got Chief Analyst Anna Svensson. Welcome, Anas. Thank you. Trump's victory was rather unexpected. Uh, polls pointed to Clinton and the financial markets sort of had priced in Clinton as winner. So, uh, yeah, seems like we could be in for heavy turmoil on the markets and we're going to discuss just how much turbulence and how much volatility to expect. Um, Anas, at this hour, the market has just opened. We see sharp falls uh, all around. Peso has tumbled over 9%, UX stock futures plummet, and European stock markets drop, but less than fears uh, after Trump's victory. So um, is this like expected of the unexpected? <laughs> What do you expect? Yeah, I think at least uh, this is uh, somewhat of, of what could be expected, uh, given that, uh, that Trump uh, wins. I mean, the knee-jerk market reaction that is uh, that is fairly much in line with uh, with what you could could expect for for such an event i i will agree with you that all the all the polls indicated that uh, clinton was the the very likely winner but i also think that the markets uh, were coming into this event with uh, less risk on than we saw during the brexit okay perhaps exactly because of brexit where everybody was just looking at the uh, at the polls and uh, and the betting sites and so on and and more or less didn't really uh, take into account the the risk of a, a negative out- outcome this time i think the markets have have learned and i think a lot of mm. of uh, managers fund managers have uh, taken uh, some risk off going into this so the reaction is uh, is less dramatic than what we saw uh, after after brexit okay and uh, during the night it was uh, fairly erratic but we are also seeing that uh, that the markets are are coming a bit uh, back again okay yeah because like just before we had the podcast some analysts call it like a bloodbath in the markets uh, that was in like the early hours so is that sort of over exaggerated or i think during the night there was there was probably a time where it looked uh, looked quite erratic uh, but we are coming into to to daily changes that are sort of within normal ranges for for say euro dollar which is up uh, just above uh, a percent or between one and two percent dollar yen around two percent down that's not uh, extreme uh, moves of course equities are are down Uh, u.s Mm. equities uh, the u.s equity markets are not open but the future indicates that it will be down a few percentage points which is of course a, a quite big reaction but it's not a bloodbath i would say Mm-hmm. But uh, but but a significant reaction without uh, over dramatizing. Okay, do you um, well if you look at Trump's p- politics and everything? I there must be some specific industry that gets more hurt than others in this. Like uh, who's the winners? Who's the, the losers? Or yeah, I think the the big uh, losers are kind of uh, the the countries uh, uh, that are have been called out in in advance, like Mexico where Donald Trump is, is really going to, or at least he indicated before the election that he was really going to, to make some, some changes there yeah. to, to send the uh, Mexicans back to build a, a wall to in, increase tariffs on, on Mexican-produced uh, goods sold in the U.S. And, and, and so on. So that's probably why we see the biggest reaction still in, in the Mexican peso, which mm. is uh, weakening uh, quite significantly. 
overnight. Um, but so I guess I, also I, oil and energy stocks and industries. Of yeah, I think everything that kind of come down comes down to global trade, something like yeah. that, which is of course also Mexico, which has eighty percent of its exports going to the U.S. Yeah. But yeah, all the global industries, all the. Uh, shipping trading uh, because of his kind of uh, protectionist uh, wordings yeah okay and the winners could be uh, medico i think uh, there's a lot of uh, there has been a lot of fears that the clinton would be very tough on um, on uh, on prices yeah. of of some um, uh, drugs in yeah. uh, in the us okay um yeah because like It was, we're talking at this hour if he's going to win both the um, representative house and the senate like how much power does he actually have he can all these ideas or you know politics about the wall in mexico the protectionism everything like does he really have the power to all the mandates to do all the stuff that he says uh, he can do some of it uh, yeah. and of course uh, he can increase the tariffs uh, that has been uh, called out as, as one of the things that he can actually do alone He can increase tariffs on on Mexican produced uh, goods and also on on Chinese. He can call uh, China a currency manipulator. But mm. a lot of the other things that uh, that uh, he has been talking about, he needs uh, the Congress uh, to approve, and and probably he will not get that. Uh, not even for for some of his uh, tax talks. Um, so I I think there's a limit to how much uh, damage he can he can do. But on the other hand, it's uh, going to be a few months until he even takes office. Yeah. So there's going to be a, a long period of uncertainty, mm. speculation. What can he do? What will he do? Yeah. What will uh, Congress do? Mm-hmm. So obviously, adding to general uncertainty, adding to to volatilities in in, in general, and um, leading uh, to to perhaps a bit more uh, uncertain uh, yeah. market environment yeah because like you say uncertainty in these uh, markets like there's always some safe havens like is it gold swiss franc like how do how are they reacting yeah as as normal i would say in okay. this environment <laughs> so uh, they, they are the safer assets yeah. uh, the one that that doesn't really act like that is is the dollar normally the dollar is also a safe haven but yeah. This time, as we also talked about in in the podcast before uh, before the election, that now with risks emanating from the U.S., then the dollar would not really be a, a safe haven. So the dollar is weakening, but but not dramatically so. Uh, U.S. Treasuries are actually uh, falling in yields or, or rising in price. So even though risks are coming from the U.S. and even though uh, Trump wants to do some some fiscal easing and mm. has put question marks on whether the U.S. would even service its debt. Then just from the fact that people are are, are heading for safe havens uh, mm. leads to actually uh, dollar yeah. uh, government bonds rising. And also, like with all fiscal easing and everything, then we got the Fed's rate hike. I guess that might be postponed, or we talked about it's going to be in December. Yeah, we had uh, a call. We have an official forecast uh, that the Fed will hike in uh, in December. And uh, yesterday, before the election, the markets priced a 75% likelihood of, of such a move. Uh, I think uh, this morning it was down to around 40%. Yeah. 
Um, Why is that? It's it's mostly because of of the market uncertainty. We saw it also in in May June, where the Fed was actually quite uh, hawkish and said that they would hike rates during summer. Then came Brexit and all the market uncertainties, and then the the Fed uh, backtracked on on their uh, initial promises or, or threats or how, however you want to put it. And the same we'll see this time. The markets have more or the Fed has more or less promised to to hike in in December. But if the markets are uh, are too erratic if uncertainty is, is too big then they won't do that mm-hmm. then uh, that will uh, that will make them wait uh, oh. for, for later so just today we're probably leaning uh, towards taking that uh, fed hike that we have in december out of out of our forecast all right and maybe yellen also or uh, Yellen, uh, of course is is a huge wild card uh, uh, president uh, trump cannot fire her um, but there's of course a risk that she doesn't want to be president of of the fed mm. when she's not wanted there so there's a some risk that How she could, could uh, resign what does that mean to the markets yeah it means that uh, we will have a new fed chairman yeah. and uh, of course the president is uh, is uh, putting forward a candidate but it's still congress that uh, that uh, has a say in in the appointment so um it it depends on who will be elected but given that uh, that Trump has been calling the Fed too dovish, then he's probably looking for a more hawkish candidate. So if that's the case, I think we're going to see quite significant market reactions on, on that as well, mm-hmm. leading to higher higher rates and, and much more uncertainty. Okay. All right. So like I said earlier also, this is like really early days. The market has not even been open for an hour yet in Europe. So, but I know this is very guessing, guessing, but how long do you expect us to see like turbulence or volatility and what do you think could trigger like suddenly it went totally bazonga any ideas <laughs> again uh, taking brexit as, as the main experience there we had a, a fairly erratic move on the first day but it, it recovered uh, in the later part of of the day this is what we're seeing now perhaps the the initial reaction was less dramatic and the rebound has come a bit earlier and then after Brexit, there was kind of a lasting impact on on the pound and on uh, some few other assets. But basically, most markets more or less normalized within a few weeks. Mm. And I think that's going to be the same. But the lasting impact is probably going to be, for instance, on the Mexican peso. Yeah. Um, because there will still have the uncertainty over the next few months about what is going to happen. Mm. But but. Apart from that, it's, it's a lot like Brexit. We still haven't had a triggering of the Article 50 from 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 mm. the UK, and, and mm. the same will, will be with the US, that we don't even have a president yet, and it mm. will take a few months before mm. he even takes uh, office, and then he probably has to, to find out uh, how his chair is and where his uh, phone should be and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all those uh, things in, in the first uh, period before we actually get something out. And, of course, that can also be completely wrong maybe he goes out tomorrow and says that uh, now something and then of course the market reaction uh, will be there uh, okay but um, most likely it, it will just be a period of of more uncertainty higher volatility mm. um, but with markets moving more or less uh, back to where they were before the um, the u.s election okay. except for for the things that that should be expected to mm-hmm. to have a more lasting impact. Yeah. Finally, just like I know you love emerging markets, I what we talked about with the uh, commodities uh, areas and stuff like that. So they must be really badly hurt, or yeah, or but, it, but is it oil prices 
I mean, the oil price was down like 3% initially, but it's more or less closer to unchanged at least now the last time I just looked at the screen before going in here. Okay. So it's not a dramatic drop in, in commodity prices. So there will not be a, a huge impact on emerging markets from, from that side, I think. Of course, general risk-off is negative for some of the high-yielding currencies like the South African Rand, the Turkish Lira. Mm. Of course, Mexico, we already talked about that. And then we have uh, talked about the Chinese uh, currencies uh, a few times, but given that the dollar is weakening, that, that really takes a bit of pressure off uh, on China. So we're actually seeing a stronger Chinese currency okay. uh, so far today. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Anas. This is very exciting, I'd say. And we'll, of course, follow the development on the financial markets and discuss the political landscape in the U.S. closely. So stay tuned as we'll update you nonstop with more podcasts and updated research. You can always find our analysis on emarketsnordea.com and get an overview of the impact and consequences of Trump's victory on nordeamarkets.com also. Also, remember you can follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter and subscribe to our postcards so you get them as soon as they're released. Thank you.